Hey, it's Page Avenue crew. My name's Adam. I'm Gary. I'm Bosco. Better lay your fucking hands off. Is my this property, one of those ones son. that like uh, you know people can't like yeah they like can't, they can't scan my they information they can't scan my mama code yeah yeah that's what it is right RFIDs oh that's cool Ryan's trying to steal Josh's wallet Josh you have a high tech uh, protective wallet mm-hmm. cool space wallet bro I think you just took that guy's wallet <laughs> it's called a rigid wallet. <laughs> Someone oh, no, just Ridge. stole your shit. Do any of you guys Ridge. still still have like a uh, a, a, a traditional? <laughs> 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 you got Peepaw's billfold. Any of you guys got like a traditional wallet, like an open up wallet? Mine's kind of no nah, man. No. I, I carry around it's those those ones where it's real thick and it's got like a checkbook and everything in it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a chain wallet with flames on it. Mine's like really stupid. It's got elastic and shit. It's like a it's. I need a new one. Josh is hit when you open it up with the checkbook. It's also got a pen slot. It's got a gold <laughs> pen in it. Ballpoint. Uh, I got. I got that one. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool high energy. Talk. Kick off this no, pile with some wallet hey, talk. Also, next time, don't touch my shit. And you guys know where to take our money from. The wallet. <laughs> you don't know what pocket I put it in. Though. We keep our money in wallets. Wallets. You can't take it from uh, with that chain wallet though. It's for security. You know. Remember people saying that shit back in the day? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, just I don't want nobody to steal my wallet, dude. Yeah. Nobody's stealing your wallet. I went to idiot. I went to uh, Central Hardware, I think it was called. Oh, was yeah, like, on page? Yeah. Fuck and, uh, yeah. bought yeah, a chain and made my own chain wallet when I was a youngster. <laughs> yeah, we used to do it out of dog leashes. Yep. Yeah. Do, you, do, you guys have, do you guys have cash, like, at home? Like, hidden at home and shit? No, I hate it. Mm, I used to, but no. I, I, yeah. I don't ever have cash anymore. I love when I do, like, smaller photo jobs. Like, I shoot a band or whatever. I, I, was, I always do that thing where I'm like... You can do like Venmo, PayPal, whatever. But it'd be pretty cool if we could just do cash. And I like to like collect cash. It's yeah, tight. Man. I keep it in a coffee can on top of my refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little. And my address is? There's money in Josh's wallet and in the coffee can. His address is Eat Shit. Eat Shit Avenue. Cool. No, no I like to, I like because I forget that I have it. Like I put it in those le- leather pouches that all of our sure mics came in. And I'll just, it'll just keep adding up and I'll f- fucking totally forget I have cash. And then I'm just like, oh, there's much cash there. It's tight. You should do your future self like little surprises and put it in like jacket pockets and stuff that you you don't, <laughs> you don't only wear like once a year. It's a good idea. Yeah. My dad does that. I put pizza in my pockets. Let's start over. Talk about something cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Let's pretend this didn't happen. What's cool, guys? Nothing would- cooler than pizza in your pocket. Yeah, put- that is cool compared to money. Put pizza in your pocket for your future self to find in a year. Watch this. Oh, sounds like a PBR. What about a pizza pocket in Let's my pocket? Let's open up a party and get it going, guys. <laughs> Come on, fellas. Looks like uh, you just cracked open a cold, refreshing Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> yep. Pabst. What in the fuck were you going to say? Hey, I was thinking about this the other day. And question to you dudes. I have my own answer. But is there a band or an artist that you've known your whole life? You always thought they were good. Personally? They No. Are you known of... You know, whether like your parents played them on the radio or they were just kind of around, you always, you always thought the songs were good. There were a few that were like, ah, oh, that's a great song, whatever. But they weren't ever a band or an artist that you like had their album and jammed it on the regular. But later in life, you discovered and went back and just like found a totally new appreciation for that band or artist. Yes. And now you're a big ass fan. Yes. Who is it? Tell I'm not us. telling you though. Okay. It's his secret. <laughs> that's the secret, guys. It's <laughs> a fun exercise. The Beatles. Really? Yeah. When did you like fully go get into them? Sorry, guys. Popular. Um, when I sat down and watched uh, the concert for George, 
I bought it for my mom for Christmas. What was that, like late, early 2000s, 2000, late 90s? 2002, I think. Yeah. It was like a year after he died. I sat down and watched that, and, and then I went back and did like a deep dive. Yeah. Yep. Um, That's a good answer. I'm, whoa. Sorry, I'm so popular. Uh, so popular. Um, popular. I'm, I'm, I'm like halfway going to answer this question. Um, so like growing up, like seeing the thriller video and like how badass that shit was. And I mean, Michael Jackson was like a f- cultural fucking icon, you know, but a couple years back, did you guys ever listen to those, um, audio clips on YouTube where like he, he, uh, Michael Jackson made these home, like he, he was writing the songs with his mouth. Do you guys ever listen yeah, to that like shit? Yeah, like Billie Jean and shit? Yeah, uh, like beat it and shit. He's like, he's like, I think the bass line will go like... And he would just do it with his mouth, and he's like, he would say, I think the drums should go like this. Then a guitar would do this, blah, blah, And he goes, here's the vocal I'm hearing in my head. He would work out the entire song, all the instruments, drums, vocals, all that shit with his mouth, and demo it up that way, and then just bring it into the studio. And you guys should listen to him. It's fucking amazing. So yeah, um, indirect, not not really answering your question, but like... What a uh, kind of newfound, like, holy shit for those Michael Jackson records, you know? That counts. That yeah. counts. Yeah. It is rough, though, thinking about, like... You know, kid fucking aside, all that yeah. stuff, like, you know... <laughs> it's rough to think about him banging a kid in between yeah. making that demo, Alleg- but... Allegedly. But, <laughs> I don't know, So the dude. baseline goes like this, little boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, like, dude, what a... Wow. It's yeah, amazing. That's cool. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Dan. I don't know. I, my parents didn't listen to a, a lot of cool music, so not because of my parents. Um, I mean, not even necessarily your parents, just anything. Yeah. Didn't I your mom, know. like, have sex to meatloaf and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> they definitely listened to some meatloaf. I, gotta know I, did, right now. I heard Bad Out of Hell on the radio the other day, and I was like, God damn, that's good. <laughs> yeah, um, meatloaf was great. I didn't, I didn't appreciate Queen until way later in life. Mm. And, uh, I mean, I don't listen to Queen very often, but now I'm like, whoa, they're fucking great. You saw the movie, right? Yeah. I listened to Queen on the fucking rag, dude. Queen's, uh, Queen was kind of that for me, too. Yeah, just his voice is pretty pretty amazing. And yeah. all their live shit is crazy to watch now. Be like, wow, people used to be really be good at music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, like, <laughs> everyone our age, like, kind of Wayne's World, mm-hmm. kind of put Queen, like, for in sure. front yeah. and center in your brain. That was the, probably the first time I ever heard Queen was on Wayne's World. <laughs> Yeah. Everybody, probably all of us, yeah. all of us, like in our peer group and our age group, besides Josh. Uh, <laughs> but no, if you go back and listen to all that shit, just the fucking, it's un goddamn believable. You know, yeah. like yeah. a band like that will never happen again. Yeah, I have uh, like the um, the multi track session on Pro Tools of uh, I don't remember what song it is, but I open it every Bicycle? once in a while. It might be. It's pretty fucking awesome. Somebody just gave it to me on a no, hard Elvis drive. Had, yeah, you guys remember? He had one of them. Yeah, it might be had, the same one he yeah. had. But it's fucking great. Like to listen just to tracks. Just the vocals are so oh, crazy. And the headphone bleed is so loud. Yeah. And it's like just insane. I'm like, how the fuck did they make this sound this cool? Yeah. But I guess if everyone playing is all musicians. that good, it doesn't yeah. matter if there's bleed because everyone's great. ripping. Yep. Yeah. Maybe it was those Queen multi tracks where the view. Oh, it was uh, Boston. Boston. And you remember you'd sole it up and they all kind of sounded like shit. Yeah. And then when you put it all together, it's a, like a seminal fucking rock record. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was just like a thing like that. This is one of the best sounding rock records of all time. There's stuff know? like that with some of the Beatles stuff for like, you yeah, know, cause like when they, re- I think I have a Beatles song too. When they recorded stuff, I mean, it was 
way earlier than even that stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like three people, one track, and like yeah. doing harmonies and stuff. And they yeah, yeah. and they would bounce it down, right? Yeah, it's like so they basically like the equivalent of bouncing it down now to it, one track. Yeah, because those early records were four track. Yeah, so they'd play, bounce it down, play yeah. something. Now you got three more tracks down. left. They, they, yeah. they just fucking keep doing it. Just do that as many times. And yeah. Then like, yeah. but like their harmonies and stuff and all that, like some of the early stuff, it just didn't like you could. I've some people have like soloed it out and it like it's off. But like yeah. when it's yeah. all together, mm-hmm. you put that many together. Yeah, it sounds like a yeah, yeah, it's a group. But dude, Elvis. So for anyone who doesn't know who the fuck Elvis is, Elvis Basquette, who did Elvis, the, he died on a toilet <laughs> in the seventies. <laughs> Elvis Presley, you might have heard of him. Uh, his nickname is. Because of that dude, actually. Um, so did the Black Swan and the Constant. He had that. Well, first of all, he did Incubus, Make Yourself. So he like brought up that whole session track mm-hmm. by track for us mm-hmm. when we were in the studio. And that blew my fucking mind. I, I think I smoked weed that night. So I was like in fucking <laughs> outer space and it was incredible. But dude, just like you're saying, when you, you are still dangerous. Um, and he was even saying we were all like noticing it real time, like... That doesn't even sound that good. And you bring up another one and then another one. And by the time all the tracks were in, it was kind of like, oh, that's basically the mix. Yeah. It like already sounds awesome. Yeah. The story I remember from that was he was telling us about the drums for um, Pardon Me. He, they like, when he played them, it was all straight through. And then they like cut, you know how it's all like stopped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, uh, oh, on the verse, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he said that they like, they like cut the tape up. Oh, like razor blade style. Yeah, to yeah. like, to Whoa. like do that. Oh, wow. Drum-wise. I didn't That's know cool. that. That's what Elvis said. Jose might have a different uh, <laughs> story. No, nah, I mean, I'm sure he's not lying about it. That's probably how they did that shit. Maybe he's trying to impress us. <laughs> Man, I got editing skills, bros. Watch. <laughs> Dude, what's crazy? And we'll get back. I have my answer, but. Yeah, you didn't answer. It's crazy that. On that, they did it all on analog tape, so they probably did the drums all on, like, one reel of tape, which they would then bounce down to, like, or mix and, like, record out or export, essentially, to, like, another, right? You would think, like, if they're doing edits like that, they probably have two tape machines where they would cut all the drums the way they wanted and then record that to another two-inch tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that's what goes on the album. Like um, physically cutting with a razor blade the yeah, fucking yeah. tape and putting in blank space and then but having make to yourself that. was like late nineties. I mean, I'm sure they did it on tape probably, but could have been Pro Tools by then. Dude, yeah, you know what's? I don't know. I'm not an engineer. <laughs> what's crazy? You're not, a not an engineer. Isn't it crazy? Like knowing what we know and the conversations we've had with people like that, like how much those records fucking cost to make. Oh my god, those are million dollar records. I remember reading um, about that the first Papa Roach record. Like, go listen to that record. A million dollars. A million. A million dollars. dollars. That was the budget to make that record. Just to record it. Uh, make Yourself was over, over a million, for sure. You Same know? studio. Yeah, I'm just... Isn't that wild to think about? Well, the crazy thing is it's like... Yeah, energy. Because yeah. of, like, time. Like... But also, it's just... That's... Everybody what? made more money. Yeah. yeah. That's, well, yeah, but, like, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, the amount of time that... They spent making the record. It w- it wasn't like yo, we only have this much money. Hey, producer says he you can he can only give you two weeks of yeah. his time. Like it's like bla- just like, go make the record and keep sending us bills. Yeah, yeah like black the black album took like was like nine months, right? You're yeah, the dude that would know that, right? Like nine nine fucking months, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
year and a half in the life of Metallica. Dude, I would be tired of the songs after nine months. Uh, dude, I, I bet everybody wanna, was, dude. I don't even want to tour these. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, the, the <laughs> idea of a record label just being, like, a bank with that never runs dry and you just get a blank check to do your shit. Like, yeah. that's how it was, you know? It's like, oh, okay. Every month that goes by is, a, you know, a couple hundred grand. It's like it doesn't even fucking phase anybody. Because well, all you got to do is have one hit and... There yeah. you go. All the money comes the other right thing back. Too is like, yeah, it took nine months, but how many of those months did they take off too? Like, well, dude, uh, even in the studio, like, how much were they actually working? Remember, I was talking about like he'd have to go out in the parking lot and round up everybody to stop playing basketball. Yeah, for Incubus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. like Metallica, it's like they probably took several months off. But still, you're you got a, a producer on retainer, no, all the techs on retainer, engineers on retainer. Like, like yeah. they're making of, enough money that they could be like, oh, let's take a month off. Yeah, I'll still get my millions of dollars. Like at this point, I can't even imagine a band at RTR like having like dedicated techs in a studio. Right. Like before yeah, we record, I take, yeah. yeah, like I, I have, there's a, a dude here in St. Louis. Like I have my guitars all set up and shit. Um, there's shops I've been to and stuff, but like the idea of having like a dedicated tech on hand is like, I can't even imagine. Yeah, that. we had one in Nashville for Wolves, but I mean, that was like three days. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. And he just tuned stuff. Yeah, that guy was awesome. He was yeah. great. He's yeah. fantastic. Drums, drums are a little different. Yeah, it's, yeah, getting drums tuned perfectly is is a, quite but the job. Yeah. And, but that's the same. That exact, most musicians don't know how to do. Yeah. It's the same exact thing as me taking it to a shop. You're just not going to carry your drums into a shop. And by the time yeah. you carry them back, they're well, not carry gonna, them back and then play half of a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and they'd probably go out of tune somehow, like riding in the car oh, yeah, and like for all sure. it, that's. But it's the equivalent, you know. Yeah. It makes sense though, and it's actually pretty awesome if you think about like. Like Pantera, Grady, Champion, uh, Dimebag's Guitar Tech. I'm pretty sure, like, number one at that level, when you're not on tour, a lot of those techs, sound people, whatever, they're on a retainer, so they're making something while you're not touring. But if they can also come in the studio and make that money by just being, like, the tech in the studio, that's kind of fucking awesome. Like, yeah. if the money's there, no, that, I think that that's rules just, for everybody. Yeah, I think that's just how it was. You're on retainer, so when you're not touring, you're in the studio. If the band is, you know? Yeah. That's uh, tight. Dude, yeah, that's, there's, there's, uh, this is like a fucking two hour podcast, but, um, I'll just say this. There are, okay. There are certain things about that. I miss, I would way rather have it is not how it is now where, you know, everything from like, it, it's been democratized to the point where you could just right now take your laptop and program some shit and upload it. And it could be on Spotify. Anyone in the world could fucking hear it. And you can make records super cheap. Like, all that shit that we've talked about so many times, I'd much rather have it like that, but I do kind of I do kind of miss those days a little bit. Like certain aspects of those days. Yeah. Like where you don't have to worry about side hustles, you don't have to worry about this. It's just like you sign a deal and you're just no before you even play a show, it's like at least your bills are paid and you can just be a full time musician, you know? It's like the you know, there's pros and cons of both, obviously, but I have the exact same thoughts all the time. But then the one thing that always brings me back to no, it's better now is the fact that back in the day, every single album was like a swing. For, it was mm -hmm. like it was like home run derby. Like it was yeah. win or loss, period. Like, And if you didn't hit a few in a row, it's like, bye, see you or later, if, you're or done. Or if you didn't just hit one. I mean, for every right. band you've heard of, there's 20 other that were signed and got an advance and all that shit you just never heard of because their record never came out. Yeah. You know? Now we can put a record out and be, I like it. Yeah, so who gives a fuck? Now yeah. we can just do Wolves and team up with our fans and just do that on our own, and it's fucking awesome. Yep. Yeah, you know? and have something like Patreon where people can be, yeah. thank you, first of all, 
yeah. where people can be invested fully in the band and engage. And it's not about like, hey, we spent a whole year making this. Hopefully everyone likes it so we can not get dropped. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I love Page Avenue. I love what we've done in our career. It's been a hell of a ride. But Wolves to me was the most personally satisfying thing we've ever done. Like times fucking 10, you know? Like, especially if you think about the mindset we were in. Is it's it like, for you too? <laughs> it's the best for me. Well, like the, I think it's the best album, even well, though I wasn't there. So but, I appreciate like, the fuck out of it. We we went away for years, like seven years, whatever it, it was. And it's like, seven you don't years. know if anyone gives a shit anymore. You just don't, you know? Like we, yeah, yeah. we live in we our had little... We convo bu- a lot. We had that, yeah. We, you, it's really easy to like live in your own little bubble. And especially we're not touring a lot. So we're not on social media every day. Look where we are. Look where we are, blah, blah, yeah. blah. So we're just kind of sitting here in St. Louis wondering if people care. We launched the Pledge, Pledge Music campaign, hit our goal in less than 24 hours, and it's like, oh, fuck. Like, all these people give a shit. We could actually do this. And it wound up being like, I don't know, I can only speak for myself, but like it wound up being like the most artistically and from a business standpoint, like the most satisfying thing. Stimulating. I've, I've ever done, ever, yeah. dude. We did it without a label, so we had the more, most control we've ever had. Mm-hmm. As a band, yeah, and did exactly what we wanted to do, mm-hmm. and uh, that's always satisfying, especially if it you know comes out and we were very happy with it. But then the fans were ultimately pretty pretty excited about it. I mean, I, everybody loves it. That's you know a fan of our band for the most part, so mm-hmm. that's very satisfying. That's all you really want, yeah, dude. And man, there was something about like the doing the aesthetic. For, like I don't want to like we did we've we've done that. We don't need to do it again, but just kind of tapping into like, you don't want to do wolves too. No, I, I mean like the, <laughs> that love letter to eighties pop culture we grew in, like grew up with and like just buying like our bikes and shit and restoring our bikes and all that shit was so fucking fun to me. And just building that world was so, so fun to me. Like all music aside, like that shit was so fun and awesome. And the fact that we did it all independently with our fans was like, that shit is so, so rad. Yeah, I own a bike now that I'll never ride again, so that's neat. <laughs> Good album. <laughs> yeah. I love no, my that, bike. that part was cool. I loved it, dude. It was sweet. I ride my pink bike around my neighborhood every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I think my bike's the best looking bike. You cheated, though. Yours is like a 2004. How did I cheat? Because the rules, they had to be... There was no rules. I set the rules. <laughs> there was it, no it had rules? To be, it had to be between 1980 and 1989. Was that a rule? Yeah, it was. It's the unwritten rule of the road. <laughs> yeah. What's no, but yours, uh, yours is definitely the, the fucking nicest. That's cool. You got 2019. Uh, <laughs> it's a 2003, thank you. 2003 Redline. I was going to think of a funny bike guy name, but I don't but know it's anyone. Lime. It's Lime Green. Mine is a Mongoose Californian from the same bike from the movie Rad. And instead of like building Crew Jones bike, I was like, I'm just going to build the bike I wanted when I was a kid. That was so fucking fun. I didn't have money for... Skyway mags and like all that shit. No. It was like, I just got on eBay and got on, uh, what's that, that website? Pork. Pork Chop Express. Google. No, it's Pork Chop BMX. Pork, yeah, I said Pork mm-hmm. Chop Express. Pork Chop BMX and Burton's just like, truck. yeah, and just getting all those parts and just building the bike out, like what I would have done when I was a kid. This I had to like so retrofit cool. all my shit. Yeah. Cause it was like, you had new school stuff. Yeah. 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 All Tight. those old school parts are like so ubiquitous. Like anything will fit any bike. Yeah. You know, it's pretty sweet. What, did you ask some questions or some shit? Oh, I'm going to say my thing real quick, though. My response to my own question. Oh. Devo. Devo is not the band. They got me. I do like Devo more now than ever in my life. Devo rips. Um, Josh Freeze is their drummer. Queen, for real? Yeah. Yeah. 
Josh Freeze is everyone's drummer, though. Mm-hmm. So, but Josh Freeze has been Devo's drummer for like a long fucking time. Yeah. What if we find out that he's been cloned a whole bunch, like Multiplicity and Nine Inch Nails and all the things, the Vandals, who was his original band? Anyway, go on. Um, Poifix Circle. Queen was for sure one that I didn't think about until you said that. But um, Billy Joel, like mm-hmm. in the past two years, really, all of a sudden I was like, "Damn, dude, I love a ton of Billy Joel songs." And this dude is unreal. Like, I always knew he was amazing, obviously. Like, he's got all these, like, classic songs that are just, like, legendary. But actually listening to the songwriting and appreciating it as a musician took it to a whole other level. And I realized that there's so much of his shit that you just can't write that way unless you're a a singer-songwriter who sits down at the piano or whatever just does it all, like, at the same time. Because he has a bunch of songs, like one in particular, I brought this up before, how like Uptown Girl doesn't have like a traditional structure with a chorus, like everything's just a hook. You know what I mean? Nothing really repeats exactly the same. But a lot of his songs are like that, where it just rolls from part to part. And I feel like that all comes from just being like the person with the instrument, with the voice, with the lyrics. And he's just on like this crazy level that I didn't appreciate until I was I mean, I like his like later 40. stuff when he was uh, Billy Joel from Green Day. <laughs> I liked that more, but <laughs> like when you got uh, Billy Joel kind of, Armstrong, you got kind of political, you know, towards yeah, Billy Joel Armstrong, yeah. Joel Arm, Billy Joel Armstrong, yeah, you're right, he's the piano man, man, yeah, you fucking and Elton rips, John, dude. I mean, all those guys at that time, that's different though. I don't think about that like bands, you know, it's like because those are just dudes that were awesome at the time, yeah, but yes, they are fucking great. I always associated him and. Elton John, I kind of put them in like similar categories because they're piano players, like kind of legendary people in that sense. But there's something about, you know, since Elton John, not to take away from him in any way because he's fucking incredible, but not writing lyrics puts him in a little bit of a different category yeah. than Billy Joel. I definitely like Elton John better, personally. I do too. Just because my parents liked that a lot. So I listened to the Elton John a lot when I was a kid. But I did too until like a year and a half ago, and it flipped for me. I mean, I like Billy Joel too, but. I think it's just funny that, like, he can just take someone's lyrics and go, I got the song for this. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's odd. But, and then also, like. The, guy, the other dude doesn't play music at all, right? No. Like, yeah. yeah. He's he, like a poet He or just something, writes right? poems and sends them to him, and then he makes songs out of them. But, yeah, like, weird. also convey, like, so much emotion about shit that, like, he's gay. So, like, the dude's writing about, like, women yeah. and stuff. Yeah. You know There's what I mean? a lot of relationship like, stuff, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's. it's 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 kind of amazing. There, yeah, there is like a real talent to taking something and like finding a way to relate to it and then elevate it. Yeah. And there's also a thing like music you grew up with. Okay, I was thinking about this the other day. You know what band? There's the records like, I don't know, 30 years old or whatever at this point. And Leonard Skinner. And it's still just as awesome as it was in 1991 as the fucking Rage Against Machine records, man. Fuck yeah. Like, yeah. I, I think out, out of that whole era... Like, I love Smashing Pumpkins. I love a lot of that music that I grew up with. But it's still, like, a lot of that stuff I like just because of the nostalgia attached to it. Rage is just on a whole fucking other level. Like, I, I still hear things on those records that I'm like, oh, shit, that's what he's doing. Yeah. Like, like dude, when we covered that song, you and I talked about that a lot. There's yeah. all that shit that's in there. You're like, well, I'm hearing this for the first time, kind of. Yeah, it's just, like, the energy and, like, the 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 characters in the band and, like, the movement and the message. and everything. It, like, just transcends... Like the music even, and it's just like this, the idea of Rage Against the Machine is just like something I think 
kind of continues to just get more powerful. You know, it doesn't hurt that the music's fucking amazing too, but like, they're like the rock, ultimate, it, I, like, yeah, because rock and roll is about- Harvard rock. Yeah, but yeah. rock music is like rebellious and it's should have attitude and it should take chances and it should alienate people. And like, dude, they're just, those records just keep getting better to me, you know? Yep. That is weird. Nobody's ever done it better than them I know. or even close. They got yeah. passed up like, to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, though. Weak sauce. Yeah. Dumb. You, you know You know what's weird? Tell that, me if you guys... It doesn't make them any less cool, it so doesn't, it doesn't really it matter. no bearing on anything, <laughs> but... Tell me, you guys with kids, if this happens. I feel like we're the first generation that our music is more... I probably talked about this before. I feel like we're the first generation of parents where our music is more dangerous than the shit that our kids listen to. You know what I'm saying? I thought you were going to say it's better. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's just every generation. No, no, but... I know I, what you mean. But, um, like, when I was a kid, like, when we were kids... I remember my Maybe. dad coming into my room like, oh, I was listening to Iron Maiden shit, and he's like, they look like women. You don't like that shit, do you? Like, I remember, like, <laughs> you know, like, Motley Crue and stuff, and, like, but I'm, like, grunge music, punk rock, all the shit we grew up was, like, so, like, loud and aggressive and just so fucking, you know, rebellious and shit. The music my kids listen to, like, when I'm in the car and I put on, like, shit, my kids are just, like, my daughter mostly is, like, some of it she likes, but most is like, dude, please turn it down. I think I was just screaming. <laughs> I can't stand that guy screaming anymore, you know? Yeah. And we're like the first generations, like, our music's way more offensive, like, fucking, like, NWA and fucking all that, like, 90s Two rap and all crew. that shit. All that shit is so much 90s more. 90s nails and fucking. All of it. Yeah. All of it is so much you more like re- an animal. rebellious yeah. and, like, the music I listen to is so much more over the top and, and fucking more dangerous than the shit my kids listen to. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Underground rap shit is pretty fucking, pretty, pretty dangerous. <laughs> I yeah. hear shit where I go, whoa, yeah, still but like every day. I'm like, yeah, oh but my, my God. But my kid, my daughter was so like, like, that's the equivalent of like our punk rock underground world. You know, mainstream shit is, you know, although wet ass pussy is pretty fucking yeah. uh, offensive. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think it's still there. It might just be a different underground thing that we're not really hip on yet, you know? Or, or just like she, you know, hasn't discovered it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. She, God, I thought she you were going to say something completely different. She listens to, uh, she actually listens to really good, like, she loves the White Stripes, but then she, like, Taylor Swift's her favorite band, too, you know? She yeah. hasn't got to what you're talking about. Yeah. You know? My I youngest mean, likes rock music. My oldest likes, like, rap and stuff. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Rock music is definitely not as, as dangerous as it was, for sure. But I don't think rock music is anywhere near as cool as it was when we were kids, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you know what's dope? about rage and i don't think this ever changed i think this was consistent throughout their whole career like they did the the rap rock thing the rap metal whatever that whole genre became all these bands followed them that are so many of them are so unlistenable like there are a few that lasted like limp biscuit in a lot of ways has just become like a meme mm-hmm. you know yeah but um throughout the whole thing no one ever questioned how fucking legit they were. And to this day, still, mm-hmm. like, they transcended all that shit, even though all the garbage came after it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they just, it's like one of the only, I was thinking about this too. They're like one of the only bands that I don't mind that they never really wavered from what they do. Like, if you notice, like, every record, like, was probably recorded the exact same way. They all sound the same. Tom Morello's done interviews where he's like, yeah, I made a whole career of playing the same two notes on the same two strings. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, 
all those records all sound like they could have been recorded at the same time, basically, you the know? The only thing that ever bummed me out about Rage is Tom Morello. He went from doing sweet, like, like solos, like yeah, yeah, note yeah. solos and like yeah. melodic solos to noises. That's the well, only thing that's ever bummed me out. I think that was like... I'm think, sure it was intentional. No, like, oh, he, like he was like, I don't want to do that anymore. I think it's just like... He forgot how. <laughs> That that was his lane. Like that's his lane is, no, is I, making his guitar sound like a fucking turntable, and he could do that better than literally anyone on earth. No, so it's I like, all right, I'm gonna lean into that shit hard. I get it, but like yeah. I missed those like first. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was early '90s when the first record came out. Yeah, yeah. It was still a little metal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I, so I, I think just, I think that became so uncool that he was just like, fuck that. Yeah, but, yeah maybe. Yeah. But I just don't, I miss it though. Yeah. Like when it, the first when the second awesome. Rage record came out, I was like, where's where's like you know the cool solos yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. i really do like there's there's thousands and thousands of people that could play all that stuff but like the way tom morello he's not 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 quite like he does you know what i'm saying or especially come up with it like innovate that way you know like sure if they would have put out a record in the last 15 years he probably would have kind of went back to that a little bit maybe yeah just because that became cooler again you know like more normal yeah it wasn't as beaten up by 80s metal bands just fucking doing stupid cheesy shit but yeah but they haven't done anything since then, you know? So. Yeah, that's true. He might have done something, but either way. Or maybe not. Maybe he just owns that. Like, I mean, he still does all kinds of shit, so, and he doesn't do that yeah. usually. He has the Night Watchmen and fucking he still does solo all, shit. He still and, does all his noises. Yeah, he, yep. He nails it. Which is fine. I just miss it from the first record. Yep. Yeah. That's fine. Good for you. <laughs> all right. Let's answer. Fine, Josh. Let's answer a question or two. Actually, before we do that, before I forget, we did a thing a couple episodes ago where we mentioned a working title of a song, right? Marty's Prom was the one because the first one, nobody guessed. Second one, Marty's Prom. Somebody did guess it. I saw it. I saw somebody answered it, right? Mike Cronin. Not that one, uh, the other one. but Really? Yeah. I don't remember who it was. but We need to look at that. Uh, but Marty's Prom, Mike Cronin guessed, and then somebody else followed it up with a correct guess as well. Ryan Phillips, tell him what song it is since that was your working title. Marty's Prom? I don't know the actual name of the song. <laughs> I'm sorry. Down there, down there. I don't know. That was even the wrong notes. Hold I don't on. know the name of the song. Let's let Ryan guess the name of the song. This is the second part of the game. You have to <laughs> okay. guess your own song. Right. <laughs> oh, I need my phone. That's I, cheating. It's called Remember. Oh, Remember uh, the Time. A Time. Remember, remember a, time. a Time. Yeah, yeah. I only know Which it by is, Marty's Prime. <laughs> that title doesn't really, I mean, I guess I say that in the song, but it's not like a. It's not from the chorus, you know? Yeah, it's just one line in the verse, right? I don't even know. We, we tr- didn't we try to put... To remember time. I think I say it there. I do, don't know. Do we try to work that into the chorus? We worked... I have you no had idea. There was two entirely different, different lyrics. There and, was two different choruses, and we ended up using them both at the same time. Yeah. I had both choruses written totally different, and then Elvis was like, do them both, man. Because it was like, it's no surprise. Yeah. And then it was just going to like go... Yeah. <laughs> but then I had one that goes down. I do like those fuzzy single note guitar things in there. I really like those. Yeah, dude, I love cool. It's a really cool song and it's fucking weird though. Yeah. Like it's very Weezer. Yeah. Yeah, it's Weezer and then like I jokingly sang a note. Yeah, the, the like butt rock and, and note. I jokingly went yeah. and and Elvis was like, "Yeah, it's fucking great. Do it like that." And I was like, "No, dude, it sounds like Alice in Chains." And he's like, "What's wrong with that?" And I was like, "I guess you're right." And then, you, you, you said the wrong band name. 
If you should have said a different butt rock band name. Yeah. yeah. I Because I was thinking, whenever I did that thing. The only- and I was like, oh my God, that's Lane Staley. And, and then he loved it. And I was yeah. like, fuck it, whatever, dude. I, and then now I think it's kind of cool. But I just liked it because it was so different for us to kind of like yeah. Yeah, go to that major And at that point, variant, we weren't scared to just make a weird song. Who cares, you know? Yeah. And we didn't context, have to play it live, so it didn't matter. With that, like, especially like with that, like, doo-wopy bridge thing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I never would have thought Allison change chains. You well, know what I mean? it's the combination of that with the um, the the guitar in that verse is doing that like major fucking nineties Allison chain sounding notes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. So a Cron- lot of people really like that song. So Cronin guessed it first, and then Anna. I'm so sorry. Part Parzignat. I'm sorry. A R Z Y G N A T. I'm so sorry. Shout out Anna. Anna also guessed it correctly. And a, um, Annie, Annie Peanut. <laughs> Annie Peanut. Annie Peanut. Um, so well done. I'm going to try to find who guessed uh, the other one correctly, Low Pants Cowboy Revenge. I swear Revenge. I saw it on somewhere, yeah, on one of the posts. Somebody somebody hit it. Oh, Jordan Povis, Taste the go. Poison. There you go, yep. There it is. Well done. Shout out. We've probably Ms. maybe Povis. said that at some point, that, not to discredit Jordan, but uh, he just said, Taste the Poison, got it. <laughs> yep. Crushed. Well yeah. done. What's another one for for next episode? Let's give him another. Uh, I got one. No, hold on. I got one. Nope. Fingered by a ghost. Yes. Fingered yeah. by a ghost. Yeah. What song is that? <laughs> really think about being fingered by a ghost. I don't though. even know what that is. I you do. don't know? Not offhand. Dude, no. you guys know? You know. I yeah, yeah, I know yeah. It is. Tight. <laughs> that that's dude. That that one and the other one. Okay, bonus to Fingered by a Ghost is a song that is officially, like, it's a B-side. It was released, but not on an album. It's called When Pets Have Sex. So if you get the bonus, I don't know what happens. We get tattoos with your name or something? Yeah. There's uh, Modus the Karate Snake. Did that make it? Oh, shit. Do you have them on your phone? Yeah, because it's, so it's all just drum and bass. Oh, nice. And it has all of the... Like working, like not working titles, but like the demo titles. Well, it's the Karate Snake. That's, that's, that's it. Not there this. was there was the Karate oh, Feel. The Karate Feel. Yeah, I know. There what that was Modus the Karate Snake. All right, let's let's save these. Let's save All these. Right. It was so fun though. <laughs> so officially, Fingered by a Ghost is the one you have to guess. Yep. With the bonus of when pets have sex. Hint: It's not on the constant. That's your hint. All right, cool. Word. Let's answer some of these questions. Are these new questions or are these for the old ones? No, these are new. These are from today. Because th- this question was the last time we asked questions too, but I guess I just they, put they, it on. They had re-asked. He put it on again. Which one? The one he has highlighted. If oh. you could send into space two of your songs on a CD for any other life oh. form to hear, which ones would it be? First of all, I'd send a tape. Uh, second, this is uh, Vincent Robillard, 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 41? Robillard. Robillard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robillard. <laughs> Yeah, so t- Vincent, uh, he's a Canadian dude, right? He's our, he's a, yeah. Isn't, isn't yeah. that like Pierre's friend? I don't know. Maybe Pierre I'm wrong. wrong. Fuck Pierre. it. I take this question as basically what two songs represent us in a way. You know what I mean? Like, here's what we want, what our like legacy to be in a way. I would say until the day I die, because it's from the early days. And then something off Wolves. And because the aliens might have heard of it already. Yeah. They might already be like, oh, I know this band. I caught this transmission. (laughs) Real quick, I'm going to interrupt. It's already out I'm going to interrupt myself. You know how we all kind of went through a phase where we were like, man, fuck that. Like, God, I'm so sick of playing that song. And like, we kind of like, I did anyway. I was so burnt out on that song. I was just like, I didn't think it was very cool. 
That song's fucking great. Fuck yeah, it is, dude. Yep. It's great. The lyrics are great. The like everything about that song is fucking great. I never got tired of playing it. I just checked out while playing it. I just was stupid and and I was like, people like that song. It's stupid. <laughs> I always I was like, I only want to like the songs that no one else likes. And I just wanted to play our time is now. You all like the time. our band? Stupid. Yeah, I just wanted to do our time is now, and and I didn't want anything to do with any of those songs. And now, um, that shit is you were wrong. Yeah, yeah. Now I just hear those songs and like Anthem Our Dying Day and like those I just can't believe like how fucking great they are. Just goddamn great songs. Yeah. Well yeah. after a while the crowd just dictated how cool it was. And we were like, Oh fuck. This I- is still awesome and these people love the song. And then that energy you get back makes it awesome no matter what. So there's that one thousand percent, but I was just also a dipshit. Well <laughs> Yeah. Now but we thought that, shit. It's we just th- insecurity, man. It's like, yeah. I just wanted to be Glassjaw. I mean, and we thought every song we wrote would still have that impact on the crowd. So we just thought, yeah, that's true we too. were like, yeah, these yeah. new songs are going to be just yeah. good. Watch. Yeah, yeah. The crowd's going to love them. And then like, some of them they do love, but. Stupid yeah. hot chicks liking our songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then after time goes by and you're like, this song still is yeah. fucking awesome. Then that's a whole different level. I just had this stupid insecurity about like people thinking we weren't as cool as Glassjaw. Yeah. Like, I'll just be honest. I was like. Same. Yeah, I was like, I think we're so fucking sweet. Like, this dude will rollerblade naked. I do fucking flips. And, like, we're skateboarders. Like, we're awesome. Like, we should be as cool as Glassjaw. And songs like that made me feel and we're like... we're not as cool as Glassjaw in some ways. But we're way cooler than Glassjaw in some ways. Yeah. But to we, our fans. It just we depends. Like each other. We didn't have to be Glassjaw. We didn't realize that we could be our own selves. Yeah. Yeah. And make yeah. our own lane and be cool in our own way at Yeah, first. That's, that's why I say for my... For my for me, it's just like stupid, youthful insecurity. Yeah, dude, it was me too. And but my thing was partially Glassjaw, but a lot of it was Pantera and the whole like the entire metal fan base. I was like, dude, we're gonna like I wanted to fucking be able to play Ozfest essentially and not get like booed off the stage for being pussies. We, you know, you and I even talked about that. It's like. Doing in the wake, it's like I never wanted to do us. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, well, I wanted to be able to. You I know wanted, what I'm to, be, I wanted my, to be able to because, yeah. dude, like for example, the radio show where uh, the Godsmack thing Nothing happened. I wanted to be able to play festivals like that and have big bearded dudes hear our time is now and fate and just go, oh, oh I don't want to kick their ass. I'd listen to them. You know? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. On the first yeah. record, that shit, we couldn't play shows like that. You know. So what it comes was, down to is we just want to get our asses kicked. I remember talking to you about that. It's like hey, I want to be able to fail. I want to be able to play festivals <laughs> with some of these bands and like yeah. have it work. And it, yeah. it that did work for us. Yeah, like we definitely got a lot of tours that we wouldn't have if we wouldn't have leaned heavier mm-hmm. on the second record. And yeah, it definitely made our portfolio much more well-rounded. You know. Yeah. Hey guys, um, but that first record got us on Lincoln Park. But yes, but <laughs> so the, the classic just. You know, catchiness of our first record is why why we're still here, you know, so. Yeah. So what's the second song? What would you pick for the second song for the spaceship? Something off Wolves, probably Playing for Rain. Playing. Playing for Rain. Playing for Rain. (laughs) Y'all might play for money. I play for Rain. I just think Praying for Rain is spectacular. Yeah. I'd be all right with that. Or Good Night, My Love. I'd be all right with them aliens hearing any of them. (laughs) Any of the wolves. Any wolves. (laughs) I would probably pick. Why do we start saying aliens? Aliens. I think that's from AT Aliens. AT Aliens. Oh, from sorry. Outcast. What would you pick? Sorry, sorry, dude. I'd probably pick, I know this is like other end of the spectrum, but I think that's kind of the point. Like sleep and... Uh, <laughs> maybe is this my fate? Because yeah. it is... I love that song. It's kind of a misrepresentation of our band, though. Yeah. That's definitely the only song we have that sounds like that, you know? Yeah. 
It's weird Kinda. though. It's a lot of people's favorite song who I would not expect to like or people that yeah. don't listen to I mean, lyrically, it's really fucking, heavy music, music like that. It's love it's that great. song. Yeah. And it's musically weird. it's awesome. It's just not like most of our songs. Yeah. yeah it's, I think that's a perfect example is if lyrics are truly great and you know, they have like that, um, it, tra- it can transcend what style of music it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. There's also something about the dy- dynamics of that song that are exciting to people, I think. Because I've had people say like that they love it and they don't even mention the lyrics. It's like a really interesting hmm. thing. I don't, I don't know why. But I'm sure it settles in. If I was singing the lyrics to Blackened by Metallica over it or whatever. Right, right. It would be a way yeah, different yeah. song. But right, it's still right. like very emo-y lyrics. Yeah. Although it's kind of political, but it's it's still just definitely like emo lyrics to a super heavy song. And we know that to a metal song. We you know, know your point totally holds water because we did lots of songs like that. Where yeah, we had other demos that just didn't. No, I mean like actual songs on records songs, yeah. that if you replaced the message with a different message, the song would have been a completely different animal. Hey, how is my yep. cooking, by the way? You know? Oh, oh yeah, dude. dude. Uh, you guys might have saw in our stories. That was yesterday. But you guys aren't hearing this for a few days. But Josh Wills cooked us uh, a nice brisket and some wingies, and didn't cook Adam uh, anything other than some veggies. But he got some veggies and some sweet potato fries. But I brought a- my own shit. Adam made I- his own burgers. Dude, I br- brought Beyond Burgers. Dude, uh, that was some world. That was a world class meal. Like holy shit. We you're now uh, contracted to call him Chef Wills. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be on the next record. Where the chef at? Chef hey, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell <laughs> people. What up to chef? I'm a, I'm just gonna tell people. We met up yesterday to listen to all the songs for the new record. We heard our record yesterday. Yeah, and and we just sat in a room (laughs) and ate a bunch of fucking dope food and for a couple hours just listened to music together and went through all the demos and said, I like this part. I don't like this part. I like this part. Dudes. And it was fucking awesome. I had so much energy when I left. Like I was that like I I had such a good time. I needed that. Like, it was fucking great. I felt there's something about listening to those songs in your car by yourself. It's a whole other experience listening to them in front of people because you yeah. instinctively know, oh, yeah, that's not as good as I thought it was. Oh, wait, that's way better than I thought it was. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you can record something and then love it and then show somebody and go immediately, before they even say something, you just kind of like, oh, yeah, I don't like this anymore. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, that's now a weird that somebody phenomenon. else is hearing yeah. it, I, I, don't, it's, I, I don't like it. I don't like what I did. I don't think I did it's a good job. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it's so helpful. But then sometimes you're like, whoa, yeah, this is really good. Now, yeah. now I know it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. It made me realize that like, um, one, this fucking record's going to fucking murder. And two. Uh, and get away with it. Yeah. And two, Getting just like. away with murder. murder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we and Josh were on it. I don't know. Just, just how, how ready I am to fucking go, you know? <laughs> Yes. I spent enough time alone in my basement writing music. I'm re- fucking, I'm just ready to go, you know? Loser. <laughs> alone. Yes. Do we want to tackle this one or no? Josh says no. I don't want to tackle that one. Uh, okay. We just answered that. We basically right. just did We've that. We've answered that time. several times right, yeah. throughout our podcast. Well, I'll just say this real quick. You said, like, think about if you could see into the future. Think about being like, you know, 20, moving to California and shit, thinking like when, when you're 40 and you got a glimpse of this right here, you'd be like, Whoa. I'd be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Think about that. I'd be like, wait, I'm in a band still? That was like 20 years ago. Hold on, this exact moment or I have a job? Just like right <laughs> Which now. Which part? Just right the now. The brisket? But you have a house. The brisket's great. You yeah. got kids. You got, you got a house. All kinds of good you shit. got a trailer. You got more toys than all of us combined. 
You got a house and a trailer. If you only had a trailer. You had a job then, too, so you, you didn't have what? any of the other shit, though. I got less money, though. Whatever. All right, here's a good question. What question? A, a two-part question from Serena D- D'Angelo. 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 Oh, is there like an apostrophe in the real thing? Adam's a D'Angelo? real. D'Angelo. He's a real name butcher. Oh, D'Angelo. Yeah. D'Angelo? I don't know. I am Serena. It's D'Angelo, I believe. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's Serena. Her sister's, what's her name? Yeah. Maria. Uh, point being, question. Marie? Two part. Do you ju- Do you write Shit. songs? Do you just try to write good songs or with performing in mind? And yes. What do you like better, <laughs> the process of writing a song or performing it live? Yes. Those are great questions. The first part? Yes. We really thought, I mean, in in the early days, we thought about performing it live like 50-50 yeah. as much as like the quality of the song. I yep. remember talking about like, mm-hmm. okay, this is the part where everybody jumps. We had another working title called Human Shall Jump. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think for me, that was more like the deciding factor than like, like I'd write a cool riff or whatever. And if it, if if, it, if we couldn't rock out to it live, I was like, no, nah, that's it. That, that was <laughs> yeah. like what the ultimate. It depends yeah. on what record. Yeah. I mean, the, I'm talking about back I, in I the know, day. I know, I'm just saying you know? uh, in the wake of determination, heavy emphasis on performing in yeah. mind while we wrote. Yep. Yeah, like, okay, here's the circle pit part. Uh, wolves, not at all. Not like, at all. We didn't worry about it at <laughs> yeah. all. It was just like, I want this song to be fucking awesome. Turns out it's, I I really think that's the only way to write music at this point. Yep. I mean, it's still like, I still see it in my mind. I'm like, I'm like, ooh, how would I do this if I do it live? You know, on like heavier songs, for sure. Yeah, but you don't set, sit down and go, I'm going to write a song that people will jump around to. Not really anymore. No. I still have that. In it, my that's mind, just a like, bonus. Like think, thinking about like the balance of an album or like the dynamics of an album, thinking like we need a good like bouncy one, you know, just like in terms of like dynamics, like it'd be cool to have a new one on this album that we know for sure is that tempo that's just going to make everybody jump and f- the feel of playing it live. Yeah, I, th- I think that comes with selecting, just like you said, what a group of songs that will give the di- uh, the record like a certain dynamic or a flow or whatever, you know. Like just to cover all your bases, but like the you know the way I read that, I would never at this point I would never write with the intention of making a song that would be cool live. Do you still not? I'll do a line where I'm like, I can like picture it like how the crowd would receive just the yeah, vocal, yeah. yeah, or sing it back to me or whatever. I do, Sometimes, I do do you know, that with. When I, I mean, we all do it a little yeah. bit, but you know, yeah. when you it's start always playing, little in your mind, but doesn't matter as much as it used to. When you start playing guitar though and you're kind of just noodling and you're you're trying to like get inspired, do you ever pick a tempo that like you pick it purposefully for like a vibe like okay. Mm, I kind of do everything under the sun. Like I write a lot of stuff on a piano. These days actually or on acoustic. I never really did that before. But in the last 5 6 years I've written probably half the songs that you guys have heard for this record I've written on an acoustic or on a piano. You know, um, yeah. I don't even have an amp at my house, so anything I ever write is just sitting with with an electric, but not plugged in. That's anytime how I, I always, worked on anything, every fuck off and die song I've ever written. Everything it's for me, anything is headphones into a computer, and even if I'm playing a bass, same thing. Like I plug straight in. So I do. I, I do, haven't had an amp hooked up for. I just use most dr- I just use drums. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to Play like program just a loop, like a stock loop, or whatever. So I guess kind of. And just like turn it super fucking loud and just like candle shit, but and just play. But that's more if I just want to like jam. And if I actually actually get like a riff or a song out of it, that's a huge bonus. But 
that's more just like, I just feel like playing my guitar, you know? In yeah. the Foo Fighters documentary, he's talking about that first song on uh, uh, Color and Shape. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he just he wanted people wrote to do the just hop. so people would jump live. Yeah. And they started playing it on tour before it was recorded. Yeah, it's like, bound, bound, and on, and I brought in the sound check. We learned it and played it that night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that song's really cool, but you can tell it's just a fucking fun live song. Yeah. It's not like their best song, but it's probably fun to play. Yeah. That being said, part two of the question, what do you like better, the process of writing or performing it live? Performing. Writing. 100% performing um, for me. I don't know. It's all different. I like them both. I think I would answer this as I like being in the studio more only because we've spent more time historically on the road than we have in the studio. So it's like it's a treat. Even, it's a not even a comparable thing. It's like a totally different thing. Yeah. yeah. But like to, to me, there's like two highs, right? Like there is an undeniable high hearing a sea of people sing until the day I die. Like no question. That's a fucking high. But that's like one of the greatest joys in life to me is noodle and whatever and then stumbled upon something I think is fucking awesome and then recording it and building and here to come to life and like dude that's that's drugs for me you know dude to to me the studio process is like a version of that Mm -hmm. watching it all or hearing it all come together it's a similar sort of satisfaction that I get from actually building a physical thing or like doing a video edit or anything where when you when it hits critical mass, when you start to actually see the thing, you're like, oh, fuck. And you start to get all mm-hmm. just... I remember moments when, like, you would sing a thing. We'd get, like, finally to that point or something. Or we'd, like, put down a guitar track or whatever. And it's like, I just got goosebumps thinking about where, like, we just can't sit down. We're, like, just mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. Dude. Oh, shit. That, that's, you know? That's what... Uh, I saw a question in there about youth. Um, if you don't know... Oh, it's right there. Uh, if you don't know what youth is, it's just a guitar instrumental on Wolves. But that's how that I talked about it on a podcast, but I don't need to go into it now. But that's how it was with that situation is like just hours upon hours upon hours of just like noodling and just improving and trying to get something to like happen. And then all of a sudden, after literally after like 11 hours of recording, it just fucking happened all in like two minutes. The whole fucking thing. I did a couple takes of it and I just comped it together. And it was like... Dude, like the highest high of highs of highs of highs I've ever had in our band, you know, just hearing it come to life, you know, and it, I, don't, I don't know, I'll never be able to play it exactly like that ever fucking again. I don't, you know? I don't necessarily like the building process of the studio. I like, I don't like hearing individual parts and sections of songs over and over and over and over and over and over and over again for six months and then hearing like the final record and going, Oh, I've already heard all this. Mm. I don't like that. I like, I really do just like, I like recording my part, like all the drums. And then I don't want, I really don't want to hear it till the end. In my head, the song's already done. I'm sure it's the same for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know exactly what it's supposed to be, where it's yeah. supposed to sound like. Mm-hmm. And the demo is never there. So you're just listening to this not as good version for a while. And then in the studio, you're just working to get it to where it's supposed to be the whole time. And then it's super exciting when it gets there. So but, exciting. Well, I think also for me, by the and time... The rest I, is just hanging the painting on the wall for people to see. Yeah. That's what yeah. playing live is. It's for like, me, by the time... That's like, a fantastic fucking metaphor. Drum, <laughs> by the time drums are recorded, like, the song is, like, essentially done, like, structurally. So, like, I'm just playing what needs to be played for the song, but then, like, I don't... 
I don't actually want to be there for anybody else doing anything. I don't want. It's gotta be cool to just hear it like later. I want to hear the like like, oh that's cool. Yeah, Yeah. like so like for I guess it it wasn't wolves. It was like one of the like black swan or something like that where it was like we just heard it so many times. So like by the time it was done, I was just kind of like oh well. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's I've a, heard this already. Well, that happens a lot where the song doesn't get to where you want it to be, too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just say for me, some of those songs are like that, where we're like, eh, never turned out exactly how I wanted it. I just want to do my drums and then hear the rest, the rest of the album. Just have you guys do your thing, and then I'll hear it later. Yeah. Because I'm not, I'm honestly not going to have any input on like how you play your guitar mm-hmm. or vocal line, or I, I don't care. Yeah. I, I care, but like I'm not going to go. I'm not a good enough musician in those other aspects to go. Ryan, I think you should do this here. Like, I just, it's <laughs> yeah. not me. No, so dude, I'm not going to have an input on it. I, I like respect that seriously so fucking much. You have no idea because um, I've seen it in other, I don't want to like call it out or anything, but like I've been in situations where you can just watch. Well, someone will have input just so they can like justify their job or their role, you know, or like with art directors, I've been on like photo shoots and stuff where it's like, so just to justify their fucking paycheck, they have to say something or but like, I'm doing I, my job. I'm doing my job. Here yeah, I am. Yeah. It's like, just cause you have an idea. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I think you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I like, just, if, if I, I can't play guitar better than you or yeah. sing better than you or play bass better than you. Yeah. So I'm not going to have like know. an opinion. I've heard you sing man in the box yeah. a few times yeah. now. I'm not going to have an opinion on that particular aspect. If we're writing like a song, mm-hmm. If I have like, oh, that should be shorter here or, the, mm-hmm. you know, that's different. Yeah. But like your individual instrument and your individual part, I, I have no opinion on it because you're so, better than me. So but I'm just saying sometimes people, there's that justifying part, but there's also this weird thing that happens where like, just because you have an idea doesn't mean it's better. No, but just cause it's just that you have an idea and some people will fight tooth and claw just because they have a, an idea. And it's like, well, Let's just back up. Is your idea any good? Yeah. No, I learned that years ago. It's like, where it's like, ah, I got nothing. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Because I know that it's like, there's no like point to it. Like I could go, hey man, try this. Now that sucks. Cool. Let's move on. <laughs> like, I, there's, well, we used to make sure everybody had their input first. I stopped yeah. that a long time ago because there's too many arguments about point stupid no, shit. I, I'm just saying now I, it's like, if you like your part, do it. Fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. I, I respect that because more than anything, um, it, show, it shows trust. Well, yeah, but also, like, for me, like, drums are different because the normal listener who isn't a musician hears vocals and drums, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much all they hear. Yeah. So, like, drums kind of have to be... It's all that matters. Like, planned out, and you know what I mean? Like, kick patterns have to be... It's the dynamics of the whole song. Yeah, yeah, so, like, I get, like, having input on that, but, like, I get frustrated when it's, like, an input, like, on a fill or something like that. It's just, like... It's my time to shine. Well, it's not even that. It's like it's my fun. Don't, you just want to be like, don't tell me to play shit that you can't play. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't tell me to play that or you come and play it because it's not. I can't. Like, I know that I have a certain skill level. I'm not going to go play Travis Barker fills. Certain set of skills. So like, don't try to make up something that I can't physically play. Yeah. Like I'm in a certain there's a certain wavelength for me and that's where I'm at. And I have a certain style of the way I play, but like 
don't dick like kick patterns for like a like a verse whatever. That's different because it has hey, to go. You're along fucking with, our shit up, Josh. Play it right. <laughs> well, it's like that shit has to go along with the vocals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Feldman taught us that like years ago. Well, and the hard thing for you is that, uh, like Adam just said, and that kind of stuff doesn't matter either. You, you know, it's it like is the foundation the of fucking everything for sure. And so I, that and does I, put, and I get it to an extent. I mean, it matters, but it doesn't matter to like the what you're playing. If it's a simple beat, the kick pattern. If going with the song is going to be better, obviously. Yes, but like certain things where it's just like. Dude, stop! Just let me play this. Yeah, I, I can. That's I, where I, I get can, frustrated. I can. I can see that. It's a fine line because, I mean, there are tons of producers who can't play any of the instruments really, like worth a shit. But they're really great at seeing the overall thing. Mm-hmm. So, but that's what the producers for, right? But I'm, I'm, I'm saying there, are, and it also depends on like the band and the role. Because I, what was the band where the drummer was also a fucking phenomenal bass player, and he would always do the... We, they were on tour with Goldfinger with us. He would always go dial in the bass player's tone at the beginning of the set. Near miss? Near miss, yeah. Yeah. So, like, it depends. That, like, with our dynamic, maybe it's this way. But that I can definitely see situations where, like... Like, even Beck from Glassjaw, he tells the bass player what to fucking play. Like well, he also writes all the drums, too. I'm saying, like, you know, so he's well-rounded. So how we do it... I'm kind of saying this just like to the listener, essentially, like whatever works, fucking A. You know what well, I mean? I've, I, I, for me, have figured out what works. I talked to Dan. There are <laughs> no, I, mean, yeah, I yeah. mean, that's really what it is. Yeah. And it, it, it sounds like, like... Perfect example, we're listening to like my program drums on demos and shit like, and you're just shaking your head. You're like, dude, what's wrong with your brain? <laughs> I do. Because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's fine. No, dude. And I, you know, I don't get fucking no, butthurt about it. I'm, you, I'm just, you I'm just, write what's in your head because I feel like this part should feel like this. Exactly. It's all about feeling. Don't play this. Yeah. If you can play it, cool. But half yeah. the time, I don't think anybody yeah. should play it, but that's just me. Yeah. It's just like wolves. It's like, I just, I feel like this should be exciting. Do whatever's exciting to you. Yeah. But that, that's where the dynamic with Dan comes in, where yeah. he, he kind of goes, just just look at me. I hear that. I hear that. And this is what I would do. Well, especially yeah. back in the day As where it's like, I, I would be like, oh, coffee, coffee, coffee. And just do, do it like this. And it goes like this. I mouth it with my, and my arms start doing anything with my mouth is no, doing. And, 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 and then Dan going. would just go. Here's what he means. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I get what he's saying. This yeah. is what I would try to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know what you want to do, like but... You, yeah, yeah. Dan, like, other than the fact that he can play the drums really well, he, he takes into account how I play. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like you... Well, I'm a guitar... I can just play both of the instruments well, and yeah, I, I see how they're both working together. Well, yeah, but we've been doing this long enough that you know my style of playing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That it's like, it, you have to take that into account, too. Like, I understand, like branching out from time to time and doing what's not comfortable, but there's still like a way that I play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the early days, I would always try to get you to play faster or different. Well, yeah. And then I'm like, well, that's not, now we know how each other plays yeah. and, and there's no fucking rules. So whatever you like is what, what it is, you know, it's like <laughs> no Outback rules. Steakhouse. it's fucking oh, music, hey. man. We used to think there was fucking direct, you had to do things a certain way. You don't yeah. have to do anything. No, nobody gives a fuck. Just nah. make it, make I'm something actually, you like. That's all that fucking I'm not matters. I'm going to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do more, do less. Wait, wait, wait. wait, do more. You have to do something. <laughs> Dude, the other thing uh, I, I want to say is, or I'll forget, but the other thing that like one of my f- favorite fucking things is when I have an idea, like when I, you know, do a demo or whatever, I kind of have an idea of what you're going to do. Like I always have my own vocal shit in my head 
And I always like, I, I feel like I know what Dan's going to do. Yeah, you pretty much know where I sing and how I do yeah, it, yeah. you know. But when you do something that's like way different than I was imagining and it's like way fucking better, it's one of the most satisfying things for me, you know, because it's like, it's some shit that I like really put a lot of time and, you know, and sweat equity and energy and like fucking heart into. And then when you make it like way better than I thought it could be, like, that's the fucking best. Like, that's what that shit's all about, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That is, that's the goal usually. And I always, I ask you a lot. I'm like, what, what were you hearing right here? Is this like a heavy part? Am I supposed to scream here? Like, what are you feeling? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, no, I was feeling like, I was like, okay, okay. That's what I was thinking too. Okay. But there's a but lot of times. you don't usually feed me like a line. You'll no, tell me like a vibe. Want, but I don't, I don't ever then, do it unless you ask. Cause yeah, I don't want to fuck yeah, up. Yeah. I just don't want to put anything in your head, you know? Yeah. But, um, I mean, I always like immediately when I hear something, I have, uh, something comes to my head like, yeah. right away, no matter what. Yeah. Like I immediately have a melody always like the first time I hear any music, it's really weird. Mm-hmm. And 80% of the time, it's probably the one I go with, but a lot of times I'm like, that's eh, not very good. And then sometimes it's impossible to get past that first one. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, fuck, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what to do. But so there's just times when I'll be like, like, what are you feeling here? Cause I can't get it. There's times like, uh, I swear I'm okay. That's like probably the, the easiest and best example I could give off the top of my head, but like, yep, that one came pretty easy. It's just so much better than what I was singing in my head. And that happens a lot because everything I play, I have a melody in my head, fucking everything. I have yeah. a drum beat. Yeah, just, I can play yep. anything and I have drums worked out on my head, fucking bass. I have like, I, I like have a whole song. That's why I get so fucking excited about it. Cause I, I can hear the shit, yeah. what it's, it's going to sound like in a year and a half you later. It. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. But there's a lot of times where what you do is so much better on a, just better it's the easiest way to say it than when i was singing and like that is the best feeling uh, i think a musician can have in a um in a group dynamic you know the problem i have with the demos is like so you get the demo for vocals there's no vocals there yeah but there's drums there it's hard to listen past like if he was if he was singing something else and i had to sing over that Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah that that's where i have like trouble with where it's like if i just heard like the riff I, it's hard to like, but then you can't write. It. Then you can't really write vocals to it if it's no, just no, no, me not, playing guitar. No, no, no. no, no. I, I'm, I'm not saying don't do that. I'm just saying like it's hard mm. for me to yeah. hear that demo with your drums and go. Yeah. Well, what should I play? What do I? What should I play to that? Because I'm here. All I'm hearing is that. I would just look at it like Dan uh, when he submitted. How can we go on? It's all the guitar there. I'm just like this is fucking awesome. I actually like wanted to campaign to make that the first single. I'm just going to play it how I play guitar. So I changed all this shit, but it's still like fundamentally the same thing. Is Like what I'm playing is did still I, Did the I same. submit it right? Did I do the proper paper, paperwork? <laughs> <and, laughs> uh, submit it. Yeah, I don't know why I said <laughs> that. Did I go through the right channels? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, when I file my songwriting return. I don't know why I fucking said it like that. Sorry. I'm I'm but I'm saying it's like it's still the same chords. It's the same exact song, but yeah. I just did, I did what Ryan yeah, would yeah. do to it, you know? Yep. I don't know. There's something different about it, though. Drums yeah. are different. Oh, yeah. definitely. I never even thought about it like that. that that's weird. It's hard. It's hard to get pat. It's hard to but not. But there wouldn't be much of a demo if it was just guitar. No, so especially yeah. when no, it I'm, just like kicks so much I'm ass. Our just, process is just, hey, it's hard send for. Send over demos today without yeah. drums. I'll just start sending with like just doop, 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 Yeah, Josh's going to get only a click track for rhythm. Even without bass, a demo sounds shitty if you don't put bass on it, right? It's like, it's so weird. It's just hard to like. The special way that way that. we wrote Wolves, where it was like we never got together to play anything, yeah, anything like that. It's hard to that is weird. Like on my end, create when there's already something there. 
Like, it's hard. To, I don't know. It's Which, weird. Which, you know, whatever. We can talk about that later of our actual how we're going to get these songs there. No, but I, I'm just in the past. It's but kinda, I understand it, that is it's, weird. It's yeah. weird. In the past. People are like, well, just get together, fucking nerds. <laughs> uh, this is our process, bro. Yeah. Writing music. It's hard. It's not easy, yeah. when, not easy when you're grownups with children and stuff. Yeah. Hey, um, anyone in the Discord want to pay for a new practice space for us? Can we get like a G a month? Anybody? Hey, Anybody hey. want to finance us? Crone and I know you got a lot of money. You, you can come watch us practice. Crone dog. Crone dog. Cronin, I know you're a fucking stockbroker or some shit, and you got, you got a grand a month that you can just throw our way. All right? So just send it cash to that P.O. box, <laughs> and we'll, we'll collect it. <laughs> shit, where's the money? Shit, we didn't get it this month. You yeah, should be no, shit Where's the they, fucking money, shithead? <laughs> hey, guys, there was nothing in the P.O. box. My bad. <laughs> but for real, if you want to send anything fucking weird, like nothing perishable, <laughs> preferably. <laughs> Josh, what's the P.O. box? P.O. box 599, uh, St. Ann, Missouri, 630. 074. 63074. Yeah, 63074. I mean, like anything. You have like... If you want to restock my jersey collection, um, like you have, uh, you have some like Teletubby shoelaces that you think would just be funny. If we, you sent Josh, you made a headband out of it. It doesn't matter if Hold you on, just what, want to be weird. What do I need? What, what do I need, need in life? Come Danny, on, guys, he hook needs me some up. more black black band t shirts. I do uh, need some new t shirts. Is anybody in a band and want to send me a shirt? Send me a, a you know a medium. A medium. Hey, for real. A, yeah. bl- a black double XL shirt. That's what Dan wears now. <laughs> if, if if you have, gained, I put on some pounds, guys. <laughs> if you have a band t-shirt or anything like that, or you have your own podcast or whatever, and you want us to wear that shit, especially when we start doing video versions of this podcast. Like, like yeah. six years, we'll put up a camera. We'll wear it. Mediums and larges, basically, right? Yep. Everybody? Sure. I don't know. Ryan probably wears like an extra small now. I wear a medium. Extra medium. Yeah. If you want us to wear that shit, send it. We'll post pictures. We'll have it on the video. And thank you. I'm a large t-shirt, extra large hoodie. Schwimming. <laughs> I like to be I like to be comfy. Cool. I'll take some size 10 vans. No problem. Thank <laughs> 10 you. and a half over here. <laughs> Is it, we, I used to only wear 10 and a halfs in my youth, and then now I wear 10s. Did my feet shrink? Maybe. Oh, or is it like shoe companies are different? You know, I well, think vans like you can buy, sure and I've only wore vans for like so long now that, like in old skate shoes, I always wore 10 and a half. So. Yeah, I wear 10 and a half in most things. 10 and a half, authentic. Like I need Comfy some, kush. Like I need some like checkerboard, need some checkerboard slip-ons. I need some of those. You're going to have to specify who they're for, though, if you send them, because this is, this is going to get out of hand, guys. Uh, Costco box pizza rolls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, for need, real, though. I need we, a gazebo in my backyard. Uh, <laughs> send that. We'll take porn on Blu-ray. <laughs> so we have something to watch no while we're here. DVDs, though. Nah, Blu-ray. Do they make porn 4K. on Blu-ray? <laughs> oh, I'm sure they do. Uh for real, though, we appreciate everybody. Um, I know Josh has some shit coming that he'll shout out once he gets it. He'll probably post something. That's uh, that's cool that you send us those things, but also, more than anything, really, everyone who supports us on Patreon, it's it, it's really helpful. It's not, it's not like the kind of thing that's paying everyone's bills, but it makes this shit possible. It makes it possible for us to have this space and do more with this podcast and then record music and it's part of us segueing into this this whole next phase of our career, and we appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for the questions from here. If you aren't a patron and you wanted to maybe submit questions in this Discord or be part of this Discord community, patreon.com slash story of the year is where you can do that. You can, of course, follow the band everywhere at story of the year. Maybe one day we'll get a TikTok. 
I feel like there's some weird shit that we should put on TikTok, but we're not on there now. I, have, should, I have one, but I haven't posted anything yet. I mean, it's what makes time travel no, possible. I guess you're trying to end this podcast right now? Yeah, have Jeez. we done? Thought we were hanging out still. Oh. Get, fuck it. Fuck you. I'm down. <laughs> I just figured he was itching. It you got can, over an hour. You can tell him this stuff, and then we can talk for a couple more minutes. That's fine. I don't. I don't oh, care. We can do another hey, couple Sony, questions this, or something real Sony quick. Sony Discord memes are the best. They are. If you want to be in that Discord, let's let's five do, bucks. Let's do like a couple more questions. Is real there quick. anything else on there, or was that it? Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a mole. That was good. We answered a couple, and we also like talked a about su- a bunch a of our own shit. Sweet little mole. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 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 Adam, I'm, uh, I'm so mad in this picture still. So mad. You have that furrowed brow. What is that? What is that photo shoot? I don't know, but I got a, I got a glass show hoodie on. How bad are we at photo yeah. shoots, guys? Oh. Hold, on, hold on. Look at Dan. <laughs> Let me see. I'm like, yeah. That's, that's pretty normal. Yeah, but you're like. I'm just like, yeah. You look a little high and also like you're at the tail end of letting out a fart. <laughs> I was probably just waiting for you guys to stop talking or whatever behind me. And I was just like, come on, man. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Hey, hey, if you want to see these sweet photos, join the Discord. Yeah, oh, that's so good. You can see a nice uh, educational thing about not choking <laughs> that has me looking really nice. Oh god, on there from Mike Cronin, choking hazard. Uh, so good. All right. all right, never mind. I was wrong. I guess the podcast is over. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. I just realized I don't have anything else to say. Wrong, wrong. All right. Well, if if people want to hear you say a bunch of other shit or not say anything at all, they should go to what is it? Uh, Geocities dot com slash what's your shit? Yep. Geocities dot com. <laughs> That's it. You got D- it. Dan's on the front page. Um, I do have a. Uh, should I? I'm gonna start posting TikToks. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> is it at Dan Marcella? Of me. You me. got a TikTok. I, I I got it just so I can look at TikTok. Are you it, talked? It's fucking great. I'm vaccinated and talked. Bro. <laughs> wow. Vaxed. Uh, I, I think it's just at Dan Marcella. I think that's it's the same as Instagram. I don't know. I don't remember what I started. But I post on my stuff at TikTok. I haven't posted anything. <laughs> I was waiting until we get those platinum plaques. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was gonna be like, platinum, son. They're on their way. Are they actually on their way? I don't fucking know. Shut up. <laughs> In theory. Wow. Tell the people they are. I'd probably know that before you would. Though. Yeah. They're on the fucking way. Platinum, bro. All right. Get a Dan at Dan Marcello on TikTok. Yeah, I think I have like four followers. So. At TicTac.com. See if we can make that 10. <laughs> TicTacs.com. Ryan, uh, TicTac.com slash what? What's yours? Pet mugger. <laughs> Pet mugger. Mugs, pets. Pet mugger dot, or- <laughs> dot orbits. I hope uh, TikTok can start yelling at me. Shot orbits. <laughs> at petmugger.orbits. <laughs> Ah, uh, this is my favorite part of the podcast, uh, and I didn't even come up with a good one at all. Uh, hey, mine's at MrBigBeats.jp. Still, I love Still. that one. Steady. Uh, Petmugger.orbits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything funny to say. You, you know any- where to find me. <laughs> Josh, I don't have anything funny to say, so just tell them what to do. Fuck one! <laughs> Can we go on?